What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Girth Podcast. I am your co-host. I'm not saying it this time. I'm Tony. Here with my buddy Austin, your other host. Austin, how are you? Actually, better question, how was your day? Um, okay. Um, I'm just, um, I'm be, I feel real sick today, so... Oh shit! Yeah, I feel Somebody like I gave you a code. I, I felt like I fell down the uh, fell down a side of a mountain and hit every rock on the way down. Ah fuck, bro! I, that's uh, I'm I'm telling you, man. I've been sick five, four or five times in the last month. Like I've been good this whole week, but I can almost guarantee you, by Monday I'm gonna have a fucking cold again. I hate it, dude. It's like it's this season, you know, specifically this fucking season but what do you got just like a fucking sore throat same old bullshit i think i got a sinus infection dude i hate that shit so much it's like just like a cracking headache and my nose is all stuffed up it feels like there's an ocean in my ear i hate that shit we were just talking about that the episode before the last one i was like dude those fucking cough drops are amazing the sore throat ones and then i was like Put some Vicks up in your nose and shit, like, because I'm a baby when it comes to being sick, man. I fucking hate it. But damn, dude, that sucks. And you were working today, weren't you? No, um, I I was off today. Oh shit! I thought you were. So I know you're busy as hell Saturdays. Yeah, um, I ended up not doing the radio show and canceled all my stuff for today because it's been so sick. Shit, man, if I'd have known that, I would have been like, hey, do you want to take a rain check? My bad, dude. No, no, this this I can do. It's hard, man. There's times where, like, so, like, if you go back and you listen to the last couple episodes, minus the review we did for Spider-Man, but the last couple that we had done for that month, I was, like, sick in each one. And it was always, like, a new illness of some sort, but... I'm a baby, you know, like it just it's so hard to drag through it. This isn't too bad though. Like I can sit here for an hour and just deal with it. My thing is more like having to constantly blow my nose. And then when I get sick, my voice it goes away almost. It's fucking it's rough. But I could tell that I'm not necessarily sick now. I'm just I'm still getting over it because I'm coughing up mucus and shit from the last cold I had. Still fucking sucks. But Shit, man, get some get some soupy soup in your system, and fucking, I know it's gonna sound shitty, but those nose washes, as much as they suck, those are helpful. Or even like those natural inhalers they sell, the Dollar Tree, those actually are pretty good too. Yeah, my kids in the background having fun. <laughs> She's having way too much fun, but. Anyway, so you took the day off just to kind of rest a little bit? Yeah, I was like, okay, we're going to take the day off and sleep it off. And did a little Christmas, got all my Christmas shopping finally wrapped up. And... Oh, dude, hell yeah. Yeah, give your, you got to give yourself like a day or two to rest. And if you can't, you got to dope yourself up full of fucking medicines and shit just to make it bearable. God. I feel for you though. I fuck. I hate being sick so much. It just always happens to me too. So I'm like, God, man, it's like a, it's it's a miserable feeling. I think for me, you know, I'm a bitch when it comes to like a sore throat. I really am, and I don't like that really, um, that stuffy feeling where you're like in a, kind of like you're almost like in a fit, like a, a fog, in a sense. You feel like out of it when you're walking around and shit. Because you're so fucking congested. Like, I don't like that either. But shit, man, as long as you can sleep, get some of that night quill in your system and just fucking good night. <laughs> but, um, you know, I've been thinking today. I kind of want to go see Spider-Man again. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had fun with that. I did. I had fun. Yeah. And I've got those free ticket things. And I'm like, dude, I should go see it again. If it- those of y'all who haven't listened, we went and saw it recorded 
episode reviewed it. The first about 10, 15 minutes is spoiler free. And after that's full spoilers. So definitely go listen to that if you haven't. Oh, yet. yeah. Well, we've had some positive feedback on that, actually. So the night that I posted, it only had two um, two views. But obviously that was because it was posted at like 11 p.m. People were probably out seeing it. Well, I had one friend who I guess he was watching the movie, but he was listening to his ear. He was listening to the episode at the same time. And he told me that. And I was like, oh, fuck, I hope you were like really listening to both. Like turn this shit off at 10. And he was like, oh, I did. I turned it off. And then he was like, once uh, McGuire and them showed up, then I put it back on. I was like, okay, yeah. So that you get the gist of it. But he's one of our like, um, I guess you could say he's more than just an active listener. He uh, he listens to all of our episodes, uh, usually the day of and as soon as they're released because he's out on the road like 4 a.m. So once our shit's out at 6, he's listening to it. But yeah, he's, uh, you know, he hit me up that night. It was like fucking 2, 3 in the morning and I was still I was sleeping. But then I woke up and I was like, God damn, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, dude, I went to like a, a late night screening and I was listening to your shit. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And you know, a couple other people I know very well were listening to it too, and they said that they didn't see the movie, but they chose to listen to the spoilers anyway, and so it made them want to go see it even more. So, you know, it it's a pretty good episode. I'd say it's definitely one of the cooler ones that we've done because it's a movie that had so much hype behind it. So, you know, when you have that topic there, it's like clickbait in a sense. I mean, I got a feeling that's exactly what's going to happen when we do one for the Batman, so that'll be cool. Um, yeah, I actually don't. I just realized I haven't really been doing a uh, a quick like wrestling summary, and that's just because wrestling has been really boring lately. That goes for every wrestling promotion I watch. But I have had people ask me like, "When are you going to talk about wrestling again?" Um, again, I try to keep that really limited. But I'm gonna do a quick little summary just because people have been asking me. Um, Right now, uh, Brian Danielson, well, Daniel Bryan, basically, over in um, AEW, he had a match that was fantastic, dude. This has got to be one of the greatest matches of all time. It was him and my boy Adam Page for the AEW World Champion, which, fun little fact here, that was Adam Page's first uh, match defending the belt. He's had it for over a month, so it's been kind of frustrating because he beat Kenny Omega, who is essentially the Roman Reigns of AEW. So he beat Kenny Omega. He's got the title. He's had it for over a month. Hasn't defended it once until the other night on Dynamite. Him and um, Daniel Bryan, they go out for a full hour and the match ends in a draw, which was like fucking annoying because they did that with Kenny Omega and Daniel Bryan. Um, I think a lot of it has to do for obvious reasons. Daniel Bryan is pretty much a goat where he's at. It's It would be kind of... um. I think it would be kind of dumb to make him lose this early. He's unbeatable. Uh, he's got a winning streak. So obviously he's not going to lose to Adam Page either. But Adam Page is a homegrown AEW star who just got that belt, who's earned it, well-deserved. They're not going to strip him of it. So what other way to make it end besides disqualification or some other bullshit? They pull the um, <clears throat> draw, which, again, a full hour. But... It wasn't boring at all from beginning to end. It's amazing. This match is fucking, it was intense. There were times where you thought Daniel Bryan's going to win or Adam Page is going to win and they're fucking each other up and they get into some natural accidents. They're both bloody towards the end. It was, it was a great match. Um, that's pretty much all I got for AEW though. There's not a lot going on over there right now. I'm still watching it. I'm still loving it. Uh, CM Punk is still kicking ass, which is pretty cool. He's got a pretty big, um, beef going on right now with MJF, um, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. He's, in my opinion, probably one of the greatest wrestlers alive today. He's got great in-ring skill. He's amazing on the mic. He's one of the greatest bad guys of all time as well. So that's a pretty cool thing to see. They're basically throwing little disses at each other. They're always, you know, showing up and just going on the mic and talking shit to each other. Um, a couple weeks ago, they had a little incident which I thought was one of the best promos that MJF cut. Essentially, they're arguing, you know, and uh, MJF says CM Punk, uh, more like PG Punk. You come in here, 
walking around like you're some sort of god, but when I see you, I just see hustle, loyalty, respect. Obviously, kind of a dig at the whole him hating John Cena, but being just like him. And then MJF gets um, another dig. He says, you know, you're walking around here with the you can't see me thing going on. And he's just like constantly digging at CM Punk. But then Punk gets in one good line, which pretty much had the internet buzzing. And he said, MJF, you know, you think you're the greatest wrestler of all your all time. You call yourself better than everyone. The truth is the only way you'll ever amount to anything in this company is if Tony Khan somehow has a daughter you end up marrying, which is a dig at Triple H and the McMahon family. So that was pretty funny. Um, that's it for AEW. Over WWE, I haven't been watching Raw because it's shit. Um, SmackDown, I don't even watch it unless it's Roman Reigns as much as I can't stand him. There's been a month-long or longer, actually, rivalry between him and Brock Lesnar. Um, he beat Lesnar at Crown Jewel with the help of Paul Heyman, so that was a shit match. Um, the last couple of weeks, Paul Heyman's been acting really sketch, kind of helping both Roman and Brock. So just yesterday on SmackDown, Roman confronted him, and then the skitty tells him, you know, um, I need to know where your loyalty is. I want to know why you're protecting Brock Lesnar from me. So Paul Heyman in this skit, breaks down in tears, which I thought was pretty legit. It looked pretty good. I was I was believing it. And he says, my tribal chief, I'm not protecting Brock Lesnar from you. I'm protecting you from Brock Lesnar. And oh, so, boy. right. And so then Roman gives him a hug, tells him, I love you, wise man. You're fired. Fucks him up. The Usos fuck him up. Lesnar comes out and just destroys the bloodline, which is the name of the the little Roman Empire now. So he, he fucks them all up, all three of them. And it was cool. I'm not going to lie. It got me interested. I want to see this match. Um, I don't think that Brock is going to win because he's a part-timer, but he could because they just ended the storyline with Paul Heyman and Roman, which I saw coming because Paul Heyman is a Brock Lesnar guy. He's defended many of these wrestlers and brought them to success, but he's a Brock Lesnar guy. So... It was going to happen eventually. Makes for a good storyline. That's cool and all. Um, the last thing I have with wrestling related is there's been reports coming in from this week's Monday Night Raw from a bunch of fans that went on Twitter and Facebook, and they posted pictures of the arena they were at that was half full. So according to the story, a bunch of WWE officials went into the crowd and told them, we want to move you guys all to better seats. So they moved them all to one section called the hard camera section. That's where the camera films the whole audience without having to move around for obvious reasons. They don't want people to see that half the attendance is missing. Right. Which is funny as fuck, though, because this proves my point. WWE is struggling bad. It hasn't been this bad in years. So it's it's fair to say that WWE is having a hard time surviving. It would be uh, it'd be a little retarded if you couldn't admit to that. WWE is really struggling. The only thing going for them is Roman Reigns, and again, I can't stand him, so I'm hoping that shit ends. Otherwise, guys, that wraps up uh, my my wrestling roundup, I guess you can call it. Let's um, let's move on to something critically important, in my opinion. It's going to get a little serious. Austin, you and I have both worked in the restaurant industry. Um, I hate it. I really hate it. You're better about handling it than I am. But would you agree that restaurant, like as a job, should be required for you to have so you can learn what hard work is and you can learn that sometimes you can wait for your fucking drink? Like, I, feel I don't like, think people understand. I feel like everybody should do some sort of customer service job Yes. Whether it's whether it's working at a fast food restaurant or a waitress or even if it's working as a cashier at a grocery store. Right. People need to understand how hard those jobs really are. Like I'm the same guy that makes the remark about flipping burgers. It's not hard to flip a burger. It is hard to stay consistent with that job. It is hard when you have people yelling at you and you're a kid learning your ways. It really is hard. 
But even when you're not a kid, there are hard jobs. And the reason I bring this up is because, you know, we went out to eat tonight and there's one guy at the restaurant and he's been there forever. Actually, I remember seeing him this whole time I've lived up here these last couple of years. Um, he's the one fucking guy on the floor. But there's seven of these employees, bro. Like the other six are in the back fucking off, goofing around. Customers are getting mad. They're piling in. And this one guy is working his ass off. And so I'm like, you know, he's actually really good. He's like, you know, he's good at his job. Well, basically something pops up where like a customer kind of has an attitude with him about something. And I understand the customer's frustration, but I was like, dude, that one guy has been to your table at least once every like five minutes. And he's got like 10 tables. So you can't bitch at the, it's not his fault. But again, you know, it's one of those things where there's a gray area. You're like, yeah, um, I deserve some service in this bitch. But when you got a good employee that provides satisfactory service, you should not be disrespectful to them and degrade them. That is just my opinion. There is no reason for you to act like a piece of shit to an employee of a restaurant. That's like, um, you know how sometimes there's people that are very, very picky with food and you go with them out to eat. And they start, like, talking shit to the waiter or waitress, like, basically just humiliating them about getting the order wrong. It's the most embarrassing and uncomfortable situation to be in. <laughs> COVID. <clears throat> but, shit. I hate that shit, though, man. Like, I'm a big believer in those people need to take their jobs seriously. Not a lot of them do, but I'm also a believer in the fact that those people deserve respect too. They're human beings like the rest of us and they're working fucking hard to take care of your food. Matter of fact, you really shouldn't be fucking with the person that has your food in their hands before they bring it to you. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have you ever like been in fear of somebody doing that? You go to a restaurant and you're like, I know I've been hard on this person or like, Maybe they just don't like you, whatever, and you're sitting there going, I really hope they don't hawk a loogie at my fucking burger. You start checking and shit. Stepping <laughs> everything like, does this smell like dandruff to you? Oh, God. Have you seen that movie Waiting? With uh, Ryan Reynolds and all the fucking asshole. They're like shitty employees, but they hate shitty customers. And so throughout the movie, they'll get like, Oh, terrible customer. So they'll like put pubic hairs in their gravy and shit. Like, oh, God. It was such an eye opening movie because <laughs> I've never done anything to that extent. I've never spit in somebody's food. I have, however, though, dropped somebody's patty on the floor. I was like, oh, oops. And I felt guilty about it. I'm not going to lie to you. The floor was clean, but would you still eat that shit? Like, no. So I felt guilty about it, but then I was like, well, the guy had it coming. Like, he was being a piece of shit, and I didn't like the way he grabbed his wife by her wrist and dragged her to the table. That was weird to me. And like I said, he was rude as fuck to me, but it's one of those things. I'm just, man, those people deserve respect. It may not be, like, the most difficult. Delusia? Hello? Hello? I think we lost Toady. Ladies and gentlemen, Toady died. He leaned back too far on his grandpa chair and it Blew into a million pieces. Tony is now talking to Jesus. He's like, hey, yo, I was in the middle of a podcast, Jesus. Can you send me back down there real quick? Like, so that sucked. Uh, my computer. Like, Tony, so Tony did not die. And he did not see Jesus. His computer just went to see computer Jesus. This computer needs to go in the trash, bro. Like, it's been nice for a while, but now it sucks and it's time for a new one. But I'm going to, like, I'm going to have to go back and, like, 
listen to our recording to see if it got me and you talking like to nothing basically <laughs> it got me it got me but it didn't get you oh fuck he's been austin's like talking shit the whole time <laughs> mm. fuck i can't remember what i was even talking about it was something to do with restaurants i was like talking about people hawking loogies and people's food and shit oh do you remember the story about the woman that was caught on camera fucking playing with the chicken wings like she was dropping them on the floor putting them back in the uh the pot she had them and she was like just smacking them with her hands and shit and talking shit about the employee and somebody i think it was like a popeye's chicken or something somebody was in the back recording the whole thing yeah that does sound like one of the most popeye's chicken things i've ever heard of in my entire life right like that's some fucking gross shit but like i remember seeing it and I was so just, I was grossed the fuck out. I was like, that's, that's disgusting. I'd be pissed if I was eating there and I saw that shit. Oh, God. It's like, okay. I think the people they say is like Popeye's is kind of ghetto and you never see a church's chicken in a safe neighborhood. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's true, though, too. I've never seen a church's chicken that wasn't in a rundown environment. No, seriously, I've never seen one in a nice area. Like, there's one downtown that's in a gentrified area, but it's still, like, super ghetto. Like, there's some new shit, but it's infested with, like, roaches. We'll just put it that way. Like, <laughs> it's fucking bad. There's, it's that awesome. one on, there's that one on Colfax that always has a homeless encampment in the... In the um, I'm pretty sure that's the exact one I'm talking about, dude. It looks like ass. Oh, my God. It looks terrible. I've gone there once because me and Chanel were, it was when she was pregnant with Olivia. And at the time, we didn't have a car. So we're waiting for the bus. And I was like, we'll just fucking Uber back. Screw it. Well, let's go eat. We're in the area. And we're walking there. And, like, you have to walk over homeless bodies and shit just sleeping on the sidewalk. (laughs) It looked like a concentration camp. Oh, fucking downtown. I, I did find a great piece of advice for you when you buy if you buy Chanel a Christmas present. What? To buy her jewelry, but put it in the a box for a vacuum cleaner, so you can see her go through all the ranges, the full range of full emotion. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> I'm excited to give Aubrey her fucking christmas present the baby shark vacuum we bought her it's a toy but it's a real vacuum and i'm like dude that's smart because it'll get her over her fear of vacuums yeah that'll be good but it's like teaching her like yeah let's go ahead and clean the house yeah i found i found her a little a little dog that you can press a button on his leash and he walks around and barks that sounds demented. He's <laughs> like, oh, like, hell yeah. It, yeah sounds it's like, like, it sounds like it's loud, annoying, and she's going to love it. It's perfect. It's loud, annoying. He's like, I want you guys to be truly upset. <laughs> and then I found a whole, like, 30-piece cookie-making set for Olivia. Oh, you better be fucking with me. 30 pieces. <laughs> it's got like a mixing bowl and uh, measuring cups and measuring spoons and a little spoon to mix and then a baggie of like cookie cutters. Oh, dude, you're such a prick. <laughs> <laughs> dude, she's going to love that shit, though. I already know. Actually, I, I figured a few weeks, a few weeks after she gets, she's gonna be at the, she's gonna be at the house now anyway, and there's plenty of room to store stuff. So, oh yeah, no, we'll have more room so we can actually buy them shit meant for a house. That's always been the issue with living in an apartment is people would buy stuff this as if we lived in a house, and I'm like, dude, we don't live in a fucking house. Like we can't have that shit. And then it just sits in the closet. Like, for the longest time, one of um, one of Chanel's friends had bought Olivia one of those um, little motorized cars. You know what I'm talking about? The little toy vehicles. They have to charge up or whatever. Yeah. Well, it worked for a while because of the fact that we could take her outside. 
Oh, shit. Hold on one second. Oh, Lord. I just found the most ghetto thing ever on the internet. It's a freaking hair clip. That's a lighter. That's the most ghetto thing I've ever seen in my entire life. What? This is the most ghetto thing. It's a lighter that is also a hair clip. Hey, I hate to do this to you. I got to call you right back. Aubrey just puked all over our bed. Oh, boy. Okay, I'll talk to you in a minute. All right. Oh, what about this ghetto lighter? Yeah, so it's a it's a lighter that is also a hair clip. So you like clip your hair with it. So someone's like, yo, you got a light, but like, yeah, let me take my weave out real quick. Like... <laughs> <laughs> let me take my weave out real quick. <laughs> hey you got you hey, you got a you got a bobby pin? Yep, right here. Just be careful, don't touch it real t- too soon. It's a little hot from be light my marbles when you gotta light a new part <laughs> that's some ghetto shit dude i did see something cool today though online like fucking i follow this page called usa tactical or whatever and they sell shit like knives and all that they have a ballistic launching dart and it, it looks like a taser you just click a bunch of buttons and a fucking ballistic blade just pops out like it shoots really fast. And this dude was like testing it in a video. He like destroyed a 12 pack with three of these things. My God. <laughs> like, I want one of those, but they're like 200 bucks. I was like, no, nah, fucking way. Fuck that. Or they had a, a knife pen, like a, a dart pen, basically. Like you press the top and it comes flying out. Like it doesn't launch or anything like that, but it just shoots out. And it's perfect for basically stabbing people. Oh. What'd you find? No, I was like, I just remembered some crazy freaking, uh, I was like scrolling through Facebook trying to find something that's not a complete retardation. And this person dropped an entire pan of 34 ribeye steaks that's like $300 worth of meat just dropped in the dirt (laughs) (laughs) that's expensive as fuck I mean so mad and he looks at the camera he looks down (laughs) just one tear rolled down his cheek (laughs) (laughs) I was like oh no he drops it like no. <laughs> he gets to his knees. <laughs> oh, dude, that would fucking suck. That is, ex- dude, steak is so expensive. And the shitty thing is, is I'm a dumbass, dude. I bought from Walmart one time. It was like two steaks for twenty dollars, and I was like, God damn, whatever. I want steak, dude. Never fucking eat meat from Walmart unless it's wrapped up ground beef. Like, never fucking eat meat from Walmart. Oh my God, there's this freaking um, text and it's got some lady, sh- this chick sends to her boyfriend a picture of some hair extensions. Goes, hey, I want this one. It says 600 bucks. He goes, cool, I want this one. It sends a picture of a PS5 for a thousand bucks. I want this one. The girl goes, yeah, a thousand dollars for a game. Is that normal? Are you, or are you trying to be funny? And the guy says six hundred dollars for hair when your shit grows for free. You got to. <laughs> 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 He's got a point. He's got a point. <laughs> oh, God, I saw Jesus for a minute. Oh, fuck. That's twice. Oh, Today, apparently, six hundred bucks when your shit grows for free. <laughs> yeah, then there's this oh. one that says me get dressed to go to work, but then there's an eight-year-old YouTuber that makes twenty-six million a year. It's just a dude with a freaking cl- um, clown makeup looking in the mirror. <laughs> dude, that's how it feels. I fucking hate that. Like Logan Paul and them got rich just for doing vines. Like, what the fuck? And we're over here working our asses off. One thing I did post that's pretty goddamn funny, dude, on the group. It's the Flash running by with, like, a concerned look. And it says, me signing up for Pornhub Premium with my dad's credit card. And then it's super 
Looking right at him, this card is already in use. <laughs> Did you like the one I I put on the group the other day? I actually made it. It was clearly a ghetto, like, Spider-Man, like a dude dressed as Spider-Man with a chick, and it's a porno. It says Spider-Man, no one home. <laughs> oh, fuck. Or this one's my favorite by far this week. It's like Netflix, Are You Still Watching? And then it says Someone's Daughter, and it's Eustace from Courage the Cowardly Dog with a whole ass log in his mouth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite one I've seen this week is there's a dude and he's like, there's this dude and he's like on his computer and his girlfriend's like hanging off of him and says, when your girls act as submissive and breedable, but the homework needs to be submitted and readable. Oh, shit. Uh, that's oh, that breedable meme is so funny. <laughs> I posted one that I got in trouble for, actually. Like, I had a bunch of people message me that were really upset. It was Charlie with the golden ticket, and it says, when you're arguing with someone on FB and figure out they don't have custody of their kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I pissed a bunch of people off with that. That one hit home, I guess. I'm like, obviously, I wasn't talking about anyone specific, but they were pissed. Hey, let people draw the conclusions they want to draw. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, dude, if you think it's about you, then maybe it is. (laughs) Like, I never intentionally posted about certain people, just groups of people. Um. What I read this morning, it was a dude talking to his pastor, and he goes, yeah, sometimes I like to lie in the shower and pretend I'm a sloth on a branch stuck in a rainstorm, and the pastor goes, okay, once again, really weird, but not a sin. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, uh, did you see the fucking, the one I posted about, um, it's the dude sitting in his, like, pajama pants with the glasses on, and it says, all my friends are out here being naughty. Then there's me, the holy one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still dying about that shit. A thousand dollars for a gaming system is that normal? Six hundred dollars for a haircut when your shit goes for free? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I <would> love that. <laughs> He's got a point. <laughs> oh shit! That fucking. <laughs> that... Hair clip lighters. Let me pull out my weave. <laughs> oh, let me pull my weave out. Give me, give you a light. Here yeah, for your new part. Yeah, freaking my my luck is I'd stick that in my hair. I'd walk by and the freaking lighter would light magically and light my hair on fire. <laughs> I'm on fire. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh god. Oh yeah, dude. That fucking people not having custody of their kids so i had like multiple people message me about it and then somebody close to us like liked it with a fucking angry face i was like shit <laughs> you know you fucked up when people close to you start messaging you <laughs> yeah exactly i had someone one time go ahead sorry <laughs> have that audio on tiktok with the sound of like all those different notification sounds and people were putting like me after um, my phone after i post on face um comment on my aunt's post saying that she she looks like a girl version a just my aunt is the female version of bill cosby and it's all the notification sounds (laughs) (laughs) me me asking my aunt about her third husband or her third husband this year and it's all the freaking things are going off <laughs> have you seen the oh wait no dude there was this one time i meant to tell you about this do you remember when um oh, that fucking okay so you remember when sandy hook happened a while back so yeah, uh, the conspiracy theory with the crisis actors dude when that shit happened somebody knew me very well because they fucking messaged me like dude don't do it i was like what and they knew what i was gonna do because i was gonna start posting memes and shit but it was too soon i was like fuck i don't know what to do oh dude speaking of school shootings we got to talk about something serious did you hear about national school shooter day all over tiktok national school shooter day 
Dude, I guess it's like a challenge or whatever. Damn, we're having a full day for you, jeans. <laughs> you jeans. <laughs> but dude, like somebody, it's a challenge, I guess. I don't know the full story, but like somebody in this group I'm in, uh, Colorado bad parents or whatever. And oh, my poor daughter, dude, she is so sick. Fuck, this kid's had like RSV. Uh, that's why she's screaming so loud in the background. It's not that there's a boogeyman in her room. Fucking somebody like they had screenshotted a TikTok and it's a, a high point and it's like say your goodbyes to all your friends and families. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm putting up some numbers. And people <laughs> are like <laughs> I know I'm not gonna lie, I laughed a little bit, but I was laughing because of the last comment on it, but like there's three different comments. One's like Wow, people out here really doing shit like this. This is terrible. And then somebody commented below, guess I'm not going to school tomorrow. And then the third one was like, oh, I wouldn't worry too much. It's a high point. <laughs> I started dying. <laughs> but, Did like, it's that? a thing. Right. Like, um, the school districts, we got one, too. But they said not to, not to worry. But there were emails going out from other school districts to parents saying, like, you know, this Wednesday is National School Shooter Day, according to a TikTok challenge or, you know, thing that's been trending. So there will be security guards and extra staff as well as police officers on site for your children. And, you know, somebody posted the letter that they got. And they're like, dude, we can't even, like, let our kids go to school and be safe. This is ridiculous. In which I agree. It's scary as shit because challenge or not it's extremely serious. Like that's not something to joke about and create a challenge. Like, yeah, memes are one thing, but like, like, you know, just posting a picture of you with a Glock and shit. Like that's crazy. Right. Man, I don't understand a lot of these. So I'm not on TikTok. Like I have one, but I don't, I don't have it downloaded to my phone. I don't use it. The only time I watch TikTok videos is when like you or Chanel send me stuff. I just, I don't care for TikTok, but there's like all these challenges I've never heard of. And so one of them was like, uh, take a picture of you in baggy clothes and then another one without you, uh, without the clothes and you're in a bikini. And somebody commented below with all these challenges, they should make it a job of challenge on TikTok. And I was like, dude, for real, because there's, there's so many stupid challenges, but we can't say much either because like, you know, my generation, we grew up watching Jackass. And then trying it. Yeah, like like a bunch of idiots jumping off roofs thinking you could fly. Oh my god, dude. We did one that we copied off of them. We went and uh, it was this was in high school actually. We took one of my buddy's pickup trucks and we tied a noose to it basically, like some big ass rope, and then tied the other end around a merry-go-round, had a bunch of people get on it spun it really fast and then the dude got in his car and drove off the whole fucking thing came with one of our friends ended up breaking his fucking arm oof we had to explain that shit we knew we were fucked because we were like damn how do we tell them we were just trying to do some jackass stunts so we made it up we're like we just thought it sounded cool and this kid's parent was so upset rightfully so Could you imagine if Livy came home and was like, hey, everybody's okay, but we put Aubrey in a shopping cart. We rolled down a hill. I'd be a little pissed off, but I'd have to laugh. Just because, like, that's some shit I would do as a kid. We would get the big-ass tractor tires, go up to the hill and put someone in it, and then push it. Super dangerous. Like, fucking super, super. I don't know how any of us didn't die. But then again, like, I look at, you know, the stuff going on now. Like, Olivia broke her fucking arm. You know, she tore, what was it? She, like, fucked up her collar. Or, no, she fucked up her, she dislocated her shoulder, broke her arm, and then. That's up her rotator cuff, right? Yeah, dude. She broke her shit, basically, in, like, three different places. Fucked up her rotator cuff, dislocated her shoulder. Dude, it was fucking nuts. And it was all from her jumping off the monkey bars. And I was like, damn, dude, how'd you do that? Because I've I've taken a suplex off the roof onto a trampoline and then like flew into the air and landed on the ground and somehow survived. I remember getting knocked the fuck out with a bat, dude. We were doing backyard wrestling 
And I told my dumbass friend, if you hit me with that thing, I want you to hit me across the back. Like, please don't hit me in the nuts or anything like that. He goes, okay, we're on the trampoline. And I jumped too high up, I guess. And he fucking just, that thing just connected with the back of my head, like the bad part. And I started, I got a bloody nose right after I was dizzy and shit. I had a really bad concussion. And I didn't want to tell my mom and them because I was so scared of getting in trouble. So after I puked, I took a nap. <laughs> and, like, my brother ended up snitching me out. And so they came running in hours later after I'd been, like, basically on my way to Jesus. And they were like, what the fuck? They were so mad, dude. And I was like, this is why I didn't want to tell you guys anything. I knew you were going to yell at me. So they made me go to the hospital. And they're like, yeah, he's got a concussion, but he'll be fine. And they're just like. They were shocked that I lived because of how hard I got hit with it. Because I told him that when he hit me with that Louisville slugger, dude, I fucking passed out. Like, I don't remember much. I just got hit and it was like fade to black, dude. It fucking sucked. I remember that the pain was so excruciating. Or no, no, the pain, it was so instant that it went away because of the shock. Like, I remember the bat hitting me and going out of my head, but the sucking... I like went under, I couldn't feel it anymore because I was so dizzy and so exhausted and I did puke a lot. And then I fucking went to bed and took that long ass nap. I'm surprised I didn't die, but man, that, that was one of the worst times I ever got fucked up. Another time was, uh, taking a fucking brick to the knee. My brother got mad at me because I basically took him to suplex city <laughs> and on the third suplex, he like his back hit the springs and he just like flew off and landed on his fucking face on the ground. And he was pissed. He came on there, dude. Little kid came up there with a goddamn brick from the garden bed and just threw it at me. And it, I got scared to hit me in the fucking shin or like the knee. And I hurt bad, man. I had cuts and shit. And like it, it made me like buckle. So I fell back. Oh, that was awful. I remember you said that you fucked up your face one time and you were going to like door to door trying to get help. You remember that story? I was freaking hard boiling eggs for like egg salad. And um, the freaking one of the, I guess the eggs were old because an egg exploded and shoved like three gallons of boiling water on my face. And just boiled the skin off the right side of my face. So it was like you could just like see my muscle like twitching and stuff. Yeah, that's right. And you had to you couldn't get a hold of somebody, so you were going like door to door trying to get help. Yeah, so I was like, Oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. My dog's freaking out. That my dog at the time is freaking out. And I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine. So I walk to the bath walk to the bathroom. Okay, I need some burn ointment. This hurts a little bit, but I'm fine. And I look in the mirror and all I see is like my muscles like twitching and um in my face i just lose i'm like oh it hurts now it hurts hurts really bad i had to have a phone (laughs) so okay i'm gonna have to go to the hospital so i go to my neighbor knock on the door no answer go to the neighbor the next door over knock on the door no answer go across the street we've got a cul-de-sac with five houses across the street go to all five houses and none of them answer and i'm just wandering the streets um of my freaking uh, like housing development, trying to find someone who could call an ambulance for me. And finally, some lady's walking her dog and she sees me. She, she's, and I turn and look at her to, uh, she asks like, Hey, are you okay? I turn and look, she goes, you're not okay. And she, <laughs> she's and like, bro, you need to go to the hospital. Yeah. And so she calls an ambulance for me finally. And, and I'm going to the hospital and like, Take, wrap my face off. I look like Two Face for a whole month and a half. I look like Two Face. Austin was looking at himself <laughs> in the mirror, like I know my destiny. I'm blaming the fucking stove. <laughs> Fuck, dude. You know what was crazy is I've never had stitches, but I remember the exact time frame that they made the glue that you could use if the if the cut wasn't too deep and it required stitches, but you could use the fucking glue that would put the skin back together. This was like early 2000s when they started, when they came out with this. Or actually, it had been around before for severe cases, but this was one of the first times they were administering it in like, you know, doctor's offices and shit. 
because my brother and I were playing football or we, we were playing catch of some sort in the backyard of my dad's like second wife's fucking backyard. And, uh, you know, they hadn't been married yet. Like this was our first time meeting her. So we're in the backyard all bored and shit playing. And I throw the football to him and it goes over the fence, but his stupid ass is still running towards the fence. And then like decides at the last minute, it's time to do a full stop. Well, he ends up like tripping over something in the grass and falls forward and tries to catch himself, but he's too close to the fence. So his face just collides with the fence and like just fucking rubs off on that damn chain link fence. Yeah. When he comes down, there's a gash, like a really deep cut right on his fucking like cheekbone below the socket, basically. And it is so deep. It's actively bleeding. And my dad's like, fuck, fuck, he's going to need stitches. And he's, they took him to the hospital and the doctor's like, oh, we have this like glue basically that will do the trick. We don't need to do stitches, but it does need to be, you know, it needs to be sewed back up because you're going to actively bleed. Like he went through like two whole shirts and shit like that. So they put this fucking like Vaseline looking shit on him and he had to administer it once every couple days. But what it would do is it would leave the cut open, but like dry it out in a sense. And eventually over time, it would basically come back together and there wouldn't be scar tissue, but it was so weird looking because you could just see the cut like clear as day. And I remember I was throwing Legos at him and one stuck. And so we had to rip some of that glue basically off and he started bleeding again. My dad was so fucking furious at us. Oh, God, we did so much dumb shit as kids, man. Like, you know, now when my kid gets hurt, it's like a panic attack. So I can only imagine when we put my parents through like. I think I told you about the time, or I think you might have actually, yeah, I probably messaged you after it happened, but like a few years ago, I was at the freaking Southwest Plaza Mall with Olivia and Chanel. Chanel went into the Victoria's Secret store, and she's looking around, and I'm sitting outside because I've got a fear of going into those stores that I'm like a fucking pervert. Yeah, so I'm sitting behind the counter and trying to match you up with the sex offender pictures. Dude, it's a legit fear. I, I won't do it. I'm like, nah, I'm not even going with you. So I'm sitting outside in the rest area where the massage chairs are, and there's this long-ass oak bench in the middle. Olivia's playing with some kid we were with that we were watching at the time. And I kept telling her, calm down, dude. You're going to fucking hit that bench or something and cut yourself open. Sure enough, dude, she does like a split kick in the air and fucking falls over, hits face first onto the edge of that oak thing and busted her eye. Like, there was blood everywhere. She's screaming. I don't know what to do. And I'm panicking. Security guard's staring at me. Everyone else is staring at me like I'm a piece of shit. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm so scared. Mommy. Fuck, dude. It, it gave me a panic attack. And I'm like, man, I can only imagine how my parents felt when I fucking pushed my brother off the roof or did something stupid. <laughs> right. But, you know, as kids, you're, like, more, you're just, like, uh, it's almost like you're stronger. Like, you can take these bruises and shit, and you'll be fine. At my age now, I'm afraid that if I do something like that, I'm going to be taking months to heal. Like, if I break an arm, it's probably going to take a year for me to heal that shit. (laughs) Because I'm so old, dude. Like, I mean, I'm not old, but I'm pretty much up there. Like, I'm at the age where you're really not supposed to be doing anything rough. I guess it depends. Uh, I mean, look at Brett Favre. <laughs> or fucking Peyton Manning. When when I fell in that freaking um, roll-off. Oh, dude, that shit fucking gave me a panic attack, too. You landed flat on your ass. Still not right. Well, you dislocated your thumb, right? Yeah, I think I broke it. You really should go to the hospital <laughs> or, like, see a doctor about that shit. What are they going to do? They're going to be like, oh, we got to put a little stint on it. And I got to hold a little. Yeah. I can now, I can finally bend it. Like, um, like just, like, two days ago, I could finally bend it all the way down again. You probably did break it, and it's trying to heal, basically. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. There's this freaking picture, and it's got a Christmas tree, and, like, all the bottom, uh, like, the bottom corner of it is covered in ornaments, and there's, like, a couple in the up in the middle half of it, 
And it's got a picture. It says Peter Dinklage, and he's like, I just finished decorating my Christmas tree, and the whole top is completely empty. (laughs) (laughs) Only the bottom. (laughs) You know what's funny is Peter Dinklage, when when people don't know who he is, and you have to explain something like, every movie with a midget in it, that's him. (laughs) (laughs) He's the short guy. He's the midget. He's actually a really good actor, though, man. Have you seen his serious shit? Yeah. He's good. It's like, holy shit. You, like, you actually get, you end up, like, forgetting that he's small because he's so good in the roles he plays. But what I love is that he's not, like, sensitive about it. Like, he is in roles where he makes fun of himself being a midget and shit. And, like, he's a good sport about it. I think that's one of the greatest parts. And he's actually a pretty decent human being. Like, I guess, like, some of the shit he does, amazing. Some of the talks he's done interviews, like, he's really humble. You can just tell, and you're like, damn, he looks like an asshole. I remember him from fucking Elf. You remember that movie? With uh, Will Ferrell? Yeah, I believe so. Well, it was, like, towards the end where he's like, does Santa know you're here? <laughs> he's fucking... Oh, God, he's like, call me an elf. One, One more time. time. He's all... He's an angry elf. He gets up and fucks him up. He's all, look at you. Oh my god, that's one of the funniest movies of all time. I'm glad they never made a sequel. And I hope they don't. It's like, God, I can't believe how old that movie is, too. It's like early 2000s. It's insane to know that it's that old. Because I was watching Netflix... And there's a series on there called uh, The Movies That Made Us, and that's one of them. I'm like, damn, is it that old? But by today's definition, that's considered an old-ass movie. Fuck, man. But man, 77-year-old man deemed too old to be a threat kills again after prison release. <laughs> <laughs> that's like when you take a shit try to put it back in your asshole. Dumb people. Fucking 77-year-old man. (laughs) He murdered people. Oh, shit, man. We've hit the end of the road, though. We gotta wrap this up, because my kid, if you can't tell, is, like, losing her shit. So I'm gonna go take care of this sick baby. Um, If you guys like what you heard here, and you want to hear more, definitely check us out at thegreatgirthpodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, slowly moving in onto Rumble. We'll get to YouTube at some point. We're also on Twitter, Instagram. Again, you can find us at thegreatgirthpodcast.com. I am Tony, here with my buddy Austin. Austin, sir, I will see you on Friday. Adios.